The Departments of Defense and Veterans Affairs say they finally settled on a joint management structure to make sure the electronic health record systems they're buying are interoperable. But some members of Congress say it's too little too late. As Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, they've advanced legislation designed to force more cooperation between those two departments. For more than a decade, the two departments have had an interagency program office in place to handle all matters EHR. But its role and its authorities have gotten murky in recent years. Lawmakers say it hasn't been serving as the single point of accountability required by current law. So DOD and VA officials say they're rechartering the IPO and standing up a new organization in its place, the Federal Electronic Health Record Modernization Program Office, or FIRM. And they say it will have a significant amount of decision-making authority to make sure the rollout plans for the two EHRs are synchronized as DOD and VA deploy them over the next decade. Dr. Lauren Thompson is the director of the current IPO. The firm will provide a comprehensive, agile, and coordinated management authority to execute requirements necessary for a single, seamless, integrated EHR and will serve as a single point of authority for the department's EHR modernization program decisions. Firm leaders will have the authority to direct each department to execute joint decisions for technical, programmatic, and functional functions under its purview, and will provide oversight regarding required funding and policy as necessary. This management model creates a centralized structure for interagency decisions related to EHR modernization, accountable to both the VA and DOD deputy secretaries. But the department still have not told Congress exactly which decisions will fall within the new organization's purview. And while congressional overseers have long pressed for a more empowered joint management structure, they say they still don't have enough information to know whether this particular one will work. Congressman Jim Banks is the ranking member on the House Veterans Affairs Technology Modernization Subcommittee. Lack of cooperation has been the graveyard of all of the previous efforts. I have no doubt that it is a high priority for each of you. Case in point, you have spent much of the last nine months hammering out a joint management structure. I want EHRM and MHS Genesis to succeed. I want to support your decisions. But it is not reasonable to expect this subcommittee to endorse decisions that we have scant details about, decisions that are the product of a secretive process. I understand the desire to make the agreement and private before disclosing anything. The, pr the problem is, though, there has been no agreement. Compromise has been elusive because the stakes were so high and both sides were apparently dug in so deeply. On Wednesday night, the House Armed Services Committee, as part of its markup of the annual defense authorization bill, approved a measure sponsored by banks that would attempt to clarify at least some aspects. Among other things, it would require that the director and the deputy director of the firm be jointly appointed by both the Secretary of Defense and the Secretary of Veterans Affairs. Both of the new leaders would have to have significant experience as clinicians, and they need to have already led large-scale health IT implementation projects. Whatever powers the office winds up with, though, it's not likely to happen overnight. DOD and VA say they intend to start transferring staff and responsibility to the new office in three separate phases once an interim director is picked. John Wyndham, the executive director of VA's Office of Electronic Health Record Modernization, says the phased approach is imperative. The three-phase concept is not to delay, but it is to support the proper, efficient, and timely movement of resources into the firm to support their decision-making process without compromising the risk in our present portfolios. So hence the three-phase, the second phase, would be in support of solidifying workflows in alignment with DOD in that arena. And then the third phase would revolve around a critical milestone called IOC, Initial Operating Capabilities. 
as you know, until we demonstrate that it works in an operational environment, it really does not make sense to move resources until we solidified our strategy. So understanding that it is the end users that will solidify our success. And so taking in consideration those end users is what has driven our three-phase strategy. But DOD and VA officials were unwilling to commit to a timeline for when they might be able to offer at least some details on their plans. As of now, lawmakers say they're in the dark about the new organization's charter and even how much time the three-phase plan will take to pull off. Congresswoman Susie Lee, the chairwoman of the Technology Modernization Subcommittee, says the departments haven't provided much more than a few PowerPoint slides. But it's hard to find where the governance and accountability is in this plan. We also are missing details about staffing and resources. Based on the timeline for implementation, it appears that it will come too late to address the critical decisions that must be made now. Further, I wonder whether the DOD and VA are invested in the idea of true joint governance and transparency, since both declined to provide feedback on a potential legislative solution to finally create a single accountable joint governance office with a role to promote and facilitate interoperability between the departments for health records and beyond. I hope I'm wrong and that the VA and DOD do want a real solution in a functional governance structure. But legislative leaders point out that many of the key decisions, especially the monetary ones, have already been made. All told, the two departments plan to spend at least $16 billion to implement versions of Cerner's Millennium Health Record across their healthcare enterprises. DOD has already implemented its version of the system, called MHS Genesis, at four pilot sites in the Pacific Northwest, and additional rollouts are planned at facilities in California and Idaho this September. VA, meanwhile, plans to start introducing its variant of the Cerner product at hospitals and clinics in the Pacific Northwest next year. But officials insist they've already gone a long way toward joint decision-making, even without a formal governance office in place. Bill Tinston is the program executive officer for Defense Healthcare Management Systems. Cybersecurity is one area of extensive collaboration and joint decision-making. The DOD sets the standard for cybersecurity, and PEO DHMS invests time and resources to ensure the common system meets that standard. We also work closely with our VA partners to ensure we, we maintain system integrity. Recommendations for system enhancements are carefully evaluated by our joint work groups to minimize program risks and impacts. For example, we recently agreed to accept a Cerner software upgrade only a few weeks following our next site implementation. The timing of the upgrade adds complexity and risk to DOD's implementation, but it will ensure VA meets its scheduled initial operational capability in March of 2020. Another example of our collaborative efforts is, the con is continuity of operations. The departments have agreed to a joint approach which provides both technical and programmatic efficiencies and will focus on clinical continuity of operations and IT disaster recovery. We are making daily strides in the implementation of an enterprise solution that will not only advance care for our beneficiary and veteran communities, but will ultimately lead to a longitudinal record focused on the patient, not where care is delivered. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network.